0: couch guy sports podcast episode number 169 nick qualia jared Scalley. for weeks we have been talking about jared not being on the show because he had sex and nine months later he has a child now Middle name, and I already said the name on the show. Full transparency. I've already dropped the name. I think I at least talked about the middle name because the middle name is. Yeah, the middle name Blaze. I mean, the most badass middle name of all time. You better be prepared. Even if she doesn't play softball, you better be prepared for this baby, Little Ellie. You better be ready. I'm surprised the offers aren't coming in now from D1 schools. D1 you Volleyball, baby. It's dream. USC D1 softball player. There is no chance that she's not a D1 softball player. No chance. The Middle Lane Blaze. No chance. I I'm exhausted. My brain is mush. Um. Yeah. I know. No. Honestly, I was surprised. I you know I've been telling you every week. I'm like honestly, you don't. If you don't want to do the show, don't. We got Al on the backburners. But mm-hmm. I like mean, month, hey, though. like come on. Dude, it's been I, I, I know, it's been a bit. So, the reason why
1: because like b- b- before there was like an appointment I had to go to before she was even born and then like there was an episode that was like on Laura's due date. So, I was like I should probably not do that one just in case. Um and then she was late, so then the week after was actually the, the Tuesday after she was born. Did so miss, like did You missed three episodes? I missed 3. Mhm. Oh, I thought it was only two. Might have been four. Well, then, well, then fuck that. It was two Allens and a Lauren, I think. Two owls oh, and a Lauren. Yeah,
0: Lauren hosted
1: the show. Yeah, so I, I missed three. I'm back. Yeah, so so two owls two owls and a Lauren. I'm back and I'm a daddy.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. And we've talked about that a bunch, leading up to the to the big birth. And man, I didn't like. I think was I golfing when you texted me? I think I was golfing when you texted me. You're probably hacking it up on the
1: on the rough somewhere. Yeah, I
0: get it. Dude, that. I am.
1: I'm having a tough time. Except. There was Why have we shot. never played golf? Wait, hold on, pause. Why have we never played golf together? Because you've had a kid. Okay, but before, I I just had a kid.
0: Like just because, happened. Dude, COVID, it's it's weird to travel right now. Let me tell you about the shot though that I took. Okay. There was this one shot. At this place that I go, it's Stony, Stoney Leah, in Attleboro. There's mm-hmm. this one hole. I don't I don't really know. It's not it's not too far, but it's a bend. So it's it's a bend from the T box and you can't see the hole. You can't see the pin because there are a bunch of trees blocking you. So what you want to do ideally is hit it straight, drop it right in the middle there, so you can then play it up that way. I shanked this ball. I'm not kidding. So hard. I sliced the hell out of this ball. I don't know what I was doing this weekend. But every ball I was hitting was just taken right. I shanked that ball, and I noticed though, I was like, in the the hole's pretty far away. But I'm using a three iron. I look at that ball and I was like, wow. That thing got fucking smoked.
1: Yeah. That thing was a tank. You can hit the ball a mile and hit it way to the right. That's possible. That's called that's called
0: being an amateur golfer. You can swing as hard as you want. It ain't going straight. So no, hold on. I, I smoked that thing. And I can't find it. I'm looking I'm looking in the tree area. I cannot find this ball. So whatever. I drop one. A little bum, but whatever. I'm, I'm playing up to the hole. I get to the hole. And behind, like right down little Right next to the, the green. My ball, I don't know how it made it there, but it somehow cleared all <laughs> the trees. It I don't know if it ended you up in the trees it. it just got lucky. You probably hit you probably hit a tree somewhere along the line. I must have. I was I was probably eight feet from the hole on my was, first shot. Did, 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 they, did they let you play that ball? I, I chose. I was notable. I was a noble man and I chose not to.
1: Oh, screw noble when you're just sending off and you say I found the first one. I'm going to play this one. Okay, thanks.
0: Well, and the, the only thing is, like, I know that was my ball because there was, like, this weird green logo on it. Only reason why I knew that was my ball. Otherwise, they would have been like, yeah, dude, okay. But I was like, no, serious, this this green mark here, that is my ball. But, dude, golfing sucks. I'm so over it, but I'm probably I miss gonna- it. Oh, my God. I haven't played in, like, a month, and it's killing me. You can't. Can you play now? Is,
1: is Laura going to let you play? play? Yeah, we already talked about it. It's just got to be close. Are you going to bring the baby? No, I'm not going to bring the baby. <laughs> bring, the, Imagine stroller in one hand, golf push cart in the other, and just bringing the baby no, along you, with me on the golf course. Put her in the push cart. Stop put her in the
0: bag. Her. Put her on top of the just, bag.
1: Yeah, put a little tiger head cover on her. Just put that in.
0: Yeah, well, maybe maybe not do that. It's probably going to get a little hot. I and can't wait a for fall day. golf. Fall golf is the best. Nice and fall. cool. Well, because the leaves get in the way. That's the only thing. Yeah, it sucks. That does suck, oh, but stupid. But it's the the weather. Like right now, I'm getting toasted. That's because oh. you're. That's because you're you're
1: chubby. You got some. You got some baggage. Hey,
0: you haven't seen. I lost weight, pal. <laughs> okay. I
1: haven't seen you in forever, so.
0: I know I lost twenty five pounds, you asshole. All right. Are you wearing your manscape boxers? Into the Were show, oh, dude. Every week and during my softball games. There you Weekly go. dump. Lamar Miller, he's headed to the Patriots on a one-year deal, a deal that I really did. I, if you asked me earlier in the season, I would not have expected it. But remember, Sony Michelle is on the PUP. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna talk about that in the main part of the show, but keep that in mind. He missed the 2019 season with a torn ACL, but is supposedly fully recovered in 2018. His last full season, he totaled 1,136 yard yards and six touchdowns. Contrary to some reports, though, the Patriots will not be signing former Tampa Bay Bucs tight end Jordan Leggett after having him in the Big Ten and the Pac-12. Both opt out of the 2020 fall sports seasons for everything, not just football, for everything fall fall sports this year. They're hoping to get back in the spring. Heading into COVID, my favorite story of the week, heading into COVID this year before the MLB season started, heading into the COVID MLB season. Major League Baseball was basically like, guys, here's the thing: don't fight, okay? We're gonna we're gonna completely outlaw fighting. My whatever you do, that, whatever, whatever you do, don't touch each other. Just yeah, don't, my favorite don't thing do. about that, though, like they put that statement out and they're like, like they're acting like they can, do, like they they allow fighting in the first place.
1: Yeah, don't do it now, but you can do whatever you want, other than
0: that. So they say no fighting, which is hilarious, and then this weekend. We've got Loreano getting plunked by three pitches over the weekend. Third one, he gets pissed. He's barking back at Castellanos on the mound. He gets the first base. The Astros hitting coach, Alex, I don't even know how to pronounce his last name. Alex Sintrin. I think that sounds Cintrin. right. Sure. Go with it. Sintrin. He's basically calling out. Say it with confidence. Cintrin. He's basically calling out Loriano. He is like, come fight me. So Loreano like, let's fucking do it. Let's have this fight. And he charges. He pulled. He pulled. It looked like a battle of in the movie 300. He charged that entire team. The best and part of he, this was
1: the best part of this was that it started by someone ch- him charging the dugout, not the other way around. Like it yeah, wasn't charged, even it charged, wasn't even they they charged the field. It wasn't a mound charge like you typically see. It was like I'm just gonna go
0: at the bench. I'm just gonna go at the entire bench. Screw it. So he's he's calling out the hitting coach. He's going to fight him in that bitch hides behind his players. Hides behind. His players, as Laureano, is taking on his challenge to go kick his ass. Laureano got hit with a six-game suspension, and the best news of the week, Cintron, hitting coach for the Astros, got hit with a 20-game suspension for instigating the fight, which is, I mean, let's, dumb, pretty dumb response here. That's a third of the season. Yeah. That's a hell of a suspension. Big deal. I'm like, this is like, Rob Manfred has sucked over the past however many months, but... He nailed this one perfectly. It's it's the, you better realize what I just did and what you did.
1: We said no fighting. That's it. This is it. And, and I I'm, glad, I'm have glad to think players are scared the like, crap out of them out of this now. Like, you got to think this is like, okay, we're not going to do that again. That's stupid. Because if it gets closer, what happens if it's like there's a third of the season left and then someone else goes and fights? It's like, well, I can't fight for my playoff spot now because I went and decided to hit somebody in the face during a
0: quarantine. Right, and I'm glad that he saw that the Astros hitting coach started this thing and actually suspended him because I was worried that he was, that Loriano was going to get more of a suspension because he charged the entire dugout. It basically mm-hmm. started the whole thing. Yep. Uh, Brian Johnson asked the Red Sox to release him this week so he could pursue other major league opportunities and the Red Sox granted that, meaning no more R-I-P. mid-afternoon BJs here in R-I-P. Boston. Oh, I missed my mid-afternoon BJs. Can you tell me And the sad part is, why couldn't he
1: pitch now? Like, so, he's so not—he's not, not better than anybody. of the crap you're throwing out there now—that's what I he was going to say. Can't be a fifth starter, throwing bullpen arms. Like, what the heck? It makes no sense why he wasn't at the major league level. Nick, in a season like this, this is when you mostly want your afternoon BJ's. You got to have some sort of delight when a season like this. Let Brian Johnson pitch. This is the year he should have been able to pitch every time he
0: came around the rotation. Why not? Who cares? You're throwing Josh Osich out there as an opener. You can't. You can't start like Brian Johnson. We know can be a starting pitcher. Why isn't he in this rotation? I saw so the Red Sox are rotation. something,
1: something similar like Owen 4 in the games, like in the bullpen games when they're using like openers and then they're like two and whatever in the starter actual starter games like clearly the opener is not working. You have Brian Johnson. Who, yeah, isn't great, but he's better than the trash you throwing out there anyway. And everyone knows you don't care about the season. Just let him pitch and he can try to work his way into
0: form. Yeah, it wasn't, it's it's a move that I didn't understand by the Red Sox, but uh, I kidding. mean, and I'm not going to give them, like, I mean, I'll be honest, too. I don't even think Reneke's managing this team great. I don't even know if he's the one managing
1: the team. Who do you think's doing it? Someone upstairs. The Al- nerds. Alex Cora. Alex Cora from the cell phone. He put, You know what he's got a burner Blackberry somewhere? He's just calling in to Reneke. Kalex Aura. Calix K- K- Aura. Up in, up in the mustache on. the manager suite. Hold the Johnny Valentine, put a little
0: mustache <laughs> on and up in the uh, owner's box. But I, I like, I, there's a legitimate problem with the Red Sox this year in regards to, like, putting out just a product that you think can win. Like, there are some games you see Xander Bogarts out. They, Xander Bogarts in a 60-game season, you would think that he should not have taken, already taken as many days off as he has. I'll say, if you want any proof that, one, they don't care about the season, there it is. And, two, that Alex
1: Cora is okay. not like, I mean, not even Alex Cora, but Ron Renicki is not going to be your manager next year. It's the—they're backing Renicki. All these—he's deci- making such crap decisions. No one cares about this season in that uh, organization. My guess is JD Martinez is traded ASAP, and that—and you get more pieces for him. Like, this team is going to be garbage the rest of the way. Just focus on the playoffs we have. Patriots are coming back in some form. Don't even watch the Red Sox unless you listen to the End of
0: the Triangle podcast. Then do. But other than that, <laughs> don't listen. Don't watch the Red Sox. <laughs> And last note of the weekly dump before we head over into the main part of the show, Democrat nominee Joe Biden has selected his vice president running mate, and it is Kamala Harris, who, yes. by all accounts, the Democrats wanted to be the VP pick. There was a lot of there was a lot of talk that it was going to actually end up being Susan Rice. And yep. I know some people who had some money on that. Some people who could have won a lot of money because at one point it was plus nine thousand for Susan Rice. By today it was minus two hundred for Susan <laughs> yeah. Rice to be. Yeah, so she it was, was the motivation. Almost there. Pick. Yeah, she no, I like the Kamal Harris there. pick, though. I'm happy with it. Yeah, I mean, we don't get into politics too much on the show, but it's uh it's a decent pick. It's a it's a good pick. I like her. I'm 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 ready to see. Now that we have a a face to the VP, I'm ready to see this crap kick off. Because, oh, I'm listen, it, it, it's August. The election is soon. I was say, you're
1: excited for the fall for golfing reasons. I'm excited for the fall because the colder the weather gets, the closer we are to Trump-Biden debates. And I which, cannot
0: It's going to be chaos. All right, Jared. Listen, you got a baby now. That baby might as well be manscaped. Guys, live sports they are back. I got the Celtics game on right now. It's very possible that we may see an NBA playoff matchup between the Clippers and the Nuggets. That's why our partners at Manscaped have partnered with us to make sure that your Nuggets are as safe as possible when that matchup happens. Guys, Manscaped is here to provide you with the best tools for your grooming experience. Again, listen, Jared, boom, he uses Manscaped. All of a sudden, he's got a baby. Credit that baby to Manscaped. The Lawnmower 3.0 is the best hygiene tool for the modern man. Guys, because of their ceramic blade and skin-safe technology, your snags will be reduced. They actually just released their Shears 2.0 nail kit, which we both have, and they're phenomenal. You got clippers in there. You got the little scissors with the rounded edges. Don't know what those things are supposed to do. You got a grinder, and you've got—what else do you got in there? You got some stuff. I forget. I don't know. You've got four things in there, and they're all phenomenal. The Shears 2.0. Oh, it's right here. Stupid idiot. Oh, tweezers. The Shears 2.0 is a luxury four-piece nail kit, tempered stainless steel tools, and it includes slashed tipped tweezers, rounded point scissors, fingernail clippers, and a medium grit nail file. Their perfect package 3.0 comes with the new and approved lawnmower, waterproof cordless body trimmer, performance boxer briefs, which I use for golfing and playing softball. I've got two pairs. They're amazing. And a travel bag for you to use when we're done quarantining. The Perfect Package 3.0 also comes with the Crop Preserver and Crop Reviver. Guys, listen, it's summer. Your balls are going to get sweaty. The Crop Preserver Crop Reviver are perfect for making sure that your balls smell nice and good. So that way when your lady friend wants to get down and dirty, you don't smell like trash down there. The Crop Preserver is anti-chafing ball deodorant, which ensures that your afternoon stroll doesn't end with your balls sticking to your leg. And the Crop Reviver is a spray-on toner for your balls. It's made with soothing aloe and witch hazel extracts that will give your balls a boost. Guys, get 20% off. This is when you listen. This is when you listen. Get 20% off with free shipping with the code CouchGuy20 at manscape.com. Again, get 20% off with free shipping with the code CouchGuy20 at manscape.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscape.com using promo code CouchGuy20. C O U C H G U I two zero. Guys, take your grooming game to no the brainer. next level. It's that easy. It's a no-brainer. Go to manscaped.com. Use promo code COUCHGUY20. All right, let's get to the main meat of the show. Uh, first off, the Patriots signed Lamar Miller. I hmm. keep wanting to say Lamar Jackson. Uh, hmm. The Patriots signed Lamar Miller. And hmm. I like this move like six years ago. So it's an interesting move. And, I mean, this is what I said the minute that I saw the trade yesterday. I was at, I was actually at my softball game. Diving catch yesterday, no big deal. Lamar Miller is the perfect candidate to either A have a blow up season. Have an awesome blow up season. Or option B for Lamar Miller, he's the perfect candidate to get cut before a game even
1: happens. Oh see, I'm convinced it's that one. Like this guy's coming in, he's getting a chance to have a tryout. I think he might be on a roster this year. I think this is the way of like getting picked up. Yeah, I, I think this is the way that he gets an opportunity somewhere else. I look at Lamar. Miller. Now, granted, if Sony Michelle is not healthy, then he does have a spot on this team because they need bodies. But outside looking in, if you're a, a fan of a Patriot, you know you look at this and go, okay, you have Rex Burkhead, Sony Michelle, James White. You know you have these guys. Do you Damian need Harris? Damian Harris, the, who I really want to actually team. play. Like Damian Harris is legit. So if you bring in Lamar Miller, is Damian Harris going to lose touches? Like what happens to that? So look, if, the only way I want Lamar Miller on this team is if. Sonny Michel is hurt and he can't play, or he really earns it and someone gets cut like Rex Burkett. That's the only way I want Lamar Miller on this team because my guess is Belichick's doing it to probably light some fire under some asses in the running back room because it's not like they've all had the best years ever in the past, except for James White.
0: No, and I'm looking up right now the Sonny Michel injury. It looks like it's a foot injury. Sonny is on the PUP list right now. So oh, you can come back, you can come back up the pup list whenever you want. No, you're right, but. He's, but seeing, but seeing that he's on the PUP list. If it were somebody else, I wouldn't be too worried. Like if it were a Damian Harris or James White, I wouldn't be too worried because they're not always hurt. Sony Michelle, the second that he got here in New England, the second that he was drafted by New England, the first thing we heard was this guy's got injuries. This guy's got knee issues in mm-hmm. Georgia, mm-hmm. and, every, and everybody's like, okay, well maybe hopefully he stays healthy. He hasn't. He's been hurt quite a lot. So the fact that he's hurt right now and the fact that they brought in Lamar Miller, that worries me that this offseason foot surgery could actually be or either that or it's just not healing the way they thought it was going to, at least fast enough. I mean, that that's like the only legitimate
1: reason to bring him in, because if, if he's healthy, if he's on track, one, he wouldn't be on the pop list, but if he's on track— then why would you bring him in? Like, why would Lamar Miller even be considered now? Like we all thought the same thing about Cam Newton, but then we realized the price was good. So that's why you brought in Cam Newton. And now he's your quarterback. Lamar Miller is not going to like be the number one guy. James White's your guy. James White, Rex Burkhead. I want Damian Harris. I almost want Damian Harris to play more than Sonny Michelle anyway, because you know, we know what Sonny Michelle is. We, and I think we think that Damian Harris can be better than Sonny Michelle. So if Lamar Miller here gets some touches this year and let Damian Harris play more, if Sonny Michelle's not like, I don't care, but I think I'm more concerned about Sony Michelle because of the sign than anything else. I don't think Lauren Miller makes it past camp. I think Sony Michelle will be fine, but that's the one worrisome thing about this deal in the
0: sign. That's the that's the first thing that came into my head. First thing that came into my head was is Sony Michelle okay? Yep. Because <laughs> dead, I mean, kid? again, he's you on dead? that pu. Sony, piece. Sony, you alive? You dead, man? Sony, you good? You good? I love Sony, but here's the thing too about Sony that it always bugs me. And sony has got talent. We saw that in the AFC championship game, especially. But we saw that all through the 2018 postseason. Yeah, Sonny Michel's got talent. But he also is a product of the offensive line. So he's a product of how good that offensive line plays, which they did lose Marcus Cannon, who's going to be a right tackle this year. Uh, are you going to bring back friggin' uh, Marshall Newhouse? Oh. You're going to be on the right oh, side the turn- now? Do you mean the, the turnstile? Turnstile Mar- uh, Marshall Newhouse? Who Marshall knows? Newhouse, be no fans. On the right. no
1: fa- no fans this year, Marshall Newhouse. Don't let anybody through. We got a social distance.
0: do let On, anyone through. So Sony Michelle's always been a product of the offensive line, anyway. But but he's a good running back. I just he hasn't impressed me to the point where like he's a first round pick running back. He's a first round running back. I feel like he should be better than he has been. I feel like he should be like Nick Chubb. Who well, oh, remember everyone- got picked after Sony Michelle. Well, I think that's why everyone, like,
1: was looking at the funny Michelle pick and went, you could have picked somebody else. Like, that, you people would been questioning Nick that Chubb. pick. You could have picked Nick Chubb. But, like, that's why everyone was like, oh, well, why are you picking him there? Like, he's not a first-round talent. And we all kind of were like, well, maybe they see something. Maybe he's healthy. Maybe they like it. Whatever. Right now, it's a waste. another wasted Belichick first-round pick.
0: That's all it is. All right. So I don't know if there's too much more. Anything else you want to hit on with the Patriots? Because I don't know if there's too much more with the Pats that we can really go over right now.
1: I just hate that. I hate that we don't have preseason. Like it, it doesn't feel right. Only because like it's I have be... forgot, fancy footballs like around the corner, and we have no idea what's going on. It's gonna hurt us so much in that. I'm being selfish there. Like I want it's preseason because I want to know what's going on so I can draft the right people. Not only that, I mean we're gonna get a sloppy first week of football. No oh, preseason. It's gonna be garbo. It's gonna be awful. We're... Can't imagine Cam. Cam Newton's gonna look terrible. Everyone's gonna crap
0: on him. Yeah, we are going to get a bad, bad first week product-wise of football. It's basically yep. going to be preseason in week one. Yeah, it's going to be gross. It's going to be awful. Sliding over into a season that's already going on. Major League Baseball. <laughs> so there's it's Pandemic City there. We talked about it. Clevenger over on Cleveland. The team sent him home because he dipped. He left the he left the hotel. He was out with the other Cleveland Indians player that got popped uh, for breaking the team's protocols for being out and about. I think the team was in mm-hmm. Chicago at the time. So guys just aren't fucking listening. No, nope. which is infuriating. Like, hey guys, just letting you know, like, your part, you're it's it's not just about you. It's about the bigger picture of Major League Baseball here.
1: Yeah, the one thing that's really annoying about it all is like, hey all through the off season when everyone was saying you should be playing right now because you'd be the only one on the field and no other sports are coming back. And everybody's tweeting, we're ready to play, ready when you are like all the players. And now they're like, well, screw you guys. Like they don't even, no one cares about the season. The ownership only cares because they're making money. Potentially the players said, screw you. And they know they're heading to a lockout. Like this is a joke and no one cares. They're all giving high fives. Half of them are spitting still. Like it just doesn't matter. They're not being careful. And this is why they need a bubble and players need to adhere to the bubble. And I'm just people they're talking about like an MLB postseason bubble. Are the players even going to follow it? Like, look at Orlando. Orlando only was working for the NBA so well because all the players are brought in. They're all staying in except for Lou Williams. And you he was
0: just just going to get wings. I know those deals. Those wings, man. They look good. Uh,
1: I mean, they are supposedly really good. But did you see the picture? Yeah, no, They look delicious. They were. Uh, They looked unreal. They looked amazing, but the MLB players don't seem like they're going to buy into a bubble even if it happens.
0: But that's the thing. Like they have to, like they, they don't have a choice. And if they leave, they get 14 day quarantined. And if you're, if you're in a bubble, so that's, that's the whole topic here is should major league baseball consider or create, definitely create a bubble for the postseason for the expanded 16 teams that are going to be in the postseason this year. And so game, the first round, is it going to be, am I remembering this right? Is it two out of three? Yeah. First round's two out of three. So that means there are going to be teams out of there in a flash. Three games is within dates. So you can get those done. Even if you want to play three days in a row, get those games done and over with, you've
1: got half of that bubble. The thing is too, is if in a bubble, you don't even need as many off days. A lot of those off days are just
0: travel days. Yeah. Just play every day. Right. So the only way that this team, and Jeff Passon got this right. The only way that this league has a productive postseason is if they do this. Because we've already seen it with the Marlins now. We've seen it with the Cardinals. We've seen, I think we've seen a couple Phillies test positive. But I mean, the Phillies, I saw a number a few days ago. It was like they have to play fifty five games in 49 days. Yeah.
1: This is that's it's proving that they need the bubble. Like it's already failing, and it's been what? A couple like um, weeks, it's been weeks, and teams are already failing. And you can't take chunks of time off
0: like this in the playoffs, it's not gonna work, you can't do it right. And that's what i so Jeff Passon said that on ESPN. So I'm gonna steal this take from him. You, what happened with the Marlins and the Cardinals, you cannot have happen in the bubble because here, okay, you've got a certain amount of days you can play double headers, whatever you can try to make this up, or you can just like say, say screw it, doesn't matter. But once you get in the bubble in the postseason. You cannot afford what happened to these teams because if they have to miss a week, their season's over. And he specifically mentioned the Yankees. I'll say the Yankees. I'll say the Dodgers, two teams who everybody's excited to see play, potentially in the World Series. It's two powerhouses of teams. The Dodgers get an uh, an outbreak. This thing is so contagious. The Dodgers get an outbreak. You'll lose the Dodgers. You'll lose lose stars. You'll lose Cody Ballinger. You'll lose Mookie Betts. On the Yankee side of things, probably the most exciting team right now. You'll lose Aaron Judge. You'll lose John Carlos Stane. You'll lose Garrett Cole. So mm-hmm. one outbreak in either one of those clubhouses completely it's over. It oh. doesn't – doesn't, you don't get to push it a week back. You have limited time. Your yeah. team's just done. See, like what happens then? Like if say you go
1: to the ALCS, the Yankees win. They're going to the World Series. There's an outbreak. So they go, oh, sorry, screw you. Uh, Minnesota Twins, you're up. O- Oakland A's, you're going to the World Series because the, A's were idiot- the Yankees were idiots. Is that even doable? I almost don't think so. How, like, so like, how? what happens? What happens? Do the Yankees just forfeit the World Series and the Dodgers get to win by default? That's a massive asterisk. Like, you know, there's so many what ifs about this thing that like, baseball's already proven they can't figure this out. I'll, st- I'm still gonna be surprised, Nick, if they last through the whole season. Like, I'm still because I'm shocked they're still playing and I'm still convinced, especially seeing the fight break out, they're not gonna get to the World Series. There isn't gonna be a World Series this year. I'm convinced of that. Man, see, Which I great. was worried. Hey, you know what? The Red Sox tax money is already resetting, so we're
0: good. No, August 31st. I was wrong. They have to get to August 31st. Oh, we'll get there. We need 19 more days of baseball so the Red Sox luxury tax can reset. And listen, being a selfish Red Sox fan, once we hit, you, get, you can cancel the season on September 1st. If, you, if you're if on September
1: 1st, fight everybody. Spit everywhere. Don't just, care. Yeah, just start swinging. Fight everybody. Fight everybody. Just get to the thirty first. For, for the love of humanity, get to the first of September.
0: You know what? I saw. I think it was Steve Peral. I saw Steve Peral from section ten post a video of. I I think it was him. Uh, post a video of Andrew Benintendi homering uh, when he had the old flow. And it okay, yeah. The the point of the tweet was like, I can't. I want to see this guy again. I want to see this Andrew Benintendi because Benintendi. Let me tell you guys, if you're not watching baseball right now, Garbo, Andrew you're not Benintendi, Dude, he's like, he's like. He's like not bad. He's worse than bad. He is. He can't hit the and baseball to be save fair, his life. Like
1: last, to go off and then Benintendi rant. Like last year wasn't that great for him either. Doesn't this make no? that whole sale trade look even worse? Not for the fact that you trade for sale, but the fact is the White Sox. A lot of people remember this. The White Sox wanted Benintendi. They first asked the, for Ben. The Red Sox said no, so they gave them Moncada, and Moncada is now a superstar. Like waking in Chicago, jacked, and he's huge. And if anybody looked at that, and I will say this, and I, I promise you, you can run the tapes. I wanted Moncada here long term. Like you look at what he was, you needed a three-four. You knew you didn't know you were getting JD Martinez. Like you needed a David Ortiz replacement. That was your guy. Now imagine this team, Nick, Nick, with Yoan Moncada on it instead of Andrew Benintendi. You've got your imagine infield the set. 20, Imagine the 2018 World Series team without Andrew Benintendi on it, and you put Yoan Moncada on it.
0: So Mankata could play second base. I don't know I don't know if he could play the outfield, but Mankata would be your second baseman right now. You've got Michael Chavis at first. You've got your infield set. And then Bobby Dalbeck, who knows? You either make him your DH or you trade him. You've got that infield set for years, and you've got to figure out the outfield. Um. Anyway, back to the playoff bubble. They need to do this. If they don't do this, your season's not going to finish because somebody's going to have an outbreak. Look. As we get these, this entire time, the worry has been, even if it slows down now, which it has, numbers are creeping back up in Massachusetts, word on the street is that Governor Baker is going to drop a bomb tomorrow. Uh, not a legitimate bomb, he's not going to start attacking Rhode Island, but Governor Baker is going to drop some news tomorrow, and uh, some things are going to be tightened up. Some things are going to be tightened up. Every, Everything should be tightened up. and, and I mean, think about this. Massachusetts has been one of the better states in making sure everything is tightened. But Baker is gonna drop some news tomorrow and there's gonna be a little revamping going on. Not gonna say how I know that that, not gonna say where I got that information from, but I know that's Ooh, coming. the quag's tingly sources. But but for the Red Sox. Ooh. No. But right now, The concern is, at least for me, and I think it is for a lot of people, if numbers are going down, sure, I think I saw that they went down 11%, whatever, or at least testing-wise, this thing might come back stronger in the fall. It's supposed to.
1: They've been saying that since day one that it's
0: supposed to, and now people are idiots and not being careful. And if you're going to have a Major League Baseball playoff without a bubble, you're risking getting an entire team sick. This thing isn't – this thing is not like anything that we've ever seen. This thing spreads like wildfire. Look at – I mean, look what happened with, with the Marlins. One guy got it. All of a sudden,
1: 18 guys have it on the team. Did you see today that Putin claimed they have a vaccine in Russia? I think he
0: gave it to his daughter or something. I had like,
1: some- I don't want anything that Putin is coming up with. Just – I'll take my chances.
0: Thanks. That guy rides bears shirtless. I will take anything from Putin. Oh, Nothing from Vladimir Putin. Appreciate it you're friends with Trump, I don't
1: want it. A lot of Do your thing you do your that's thing in true. Russia. You do your <laughs> thing in
0: Russia. I don't need it. I'll i It's fine. One of my favorite things that we do on the show is we always go, Yeah, we don't talk politics. I don't like Donald Trump. And then we just <laughs> shit on Trump.
1: If anyone didn't know where this show's stance were come November, I think we're pretty clear about it.
0: Look, look this show this show's not not a Donald Trump show. It's not. It doesn't Donald I don't know if Donald Trump listens to this show. I would say I hope not. I don't want him listening. Screw if you, Don, Donald Trump. If Donnie if Donny listens to, listens to the show, hey, hopefully you you subscribed and you dropped us a five star rating on iTunes. Appreciated, it, President. Appreciate it, bro. No, <laughs> stop running the country into the ground. But it's it's like my favorite thing that we do on the show. Where like we don't take we don't talk politics. But fuck Trump. But, yeah, but yeah, not Donald Trump, guys. But we don't talk politics. <laughs> <laughs> nope. But Kamala Harris, VP choice. You have to do this bubble, guys. You have to do the bubble. There's no other option. If you don't do the bubble, this season's going to get screwed. It's going to get porked. It's over. It's over.
1: Do we know if the NFL has a bubble plan in place? Precautionary? No,
0: they stink. The (laughs) NFL is just going to do
1: nothing. I think if anybody's going to get screwed by the second wave of this, it's them. Oh, yeah. They're going to be like in week three, and then they're going to go, uh, um, Guys, we gotta cancel this season. No one thought this was gonna happen, and we don't have a bubble. Percent,
0: fifty percent of that league is gonna get coronavirus. Oh God, yeah. If they're not in a bubble, you've got so many people on that team. Oh my God, so many people are going to get. Wow. Who I don't I don't know who just dropped that, but somebody just dropped a floater. Celtics game's on right now. Somebody just dropped a floater at the end for the Grizzlies. Um. The NFL is screwed if they don't come up with a better plan than what they got right now. Oh, sure. We're testing every day. That doesn't matter. All right. Sliding over into the last topic of the night. We got some playoff hockey. And we were going to record after game one. But a little tough tonight. A little tough tomorrow. Jared's a a baby daddy now. So it's tough to get that. She makes the schedule, not me. She makes the schedule. She's she's a poopy diaper baby. But the Bruins are entering the postseason, which we're gonna miss Game One here. If by the by the time you listen to the show, It'll Game one, one already happened. But I want to talk more about the Bruins entering this round robin tournament and what they looked like at the end of the regular season, as we knew it back in March. So they won the President's Trophy and. It wasn't a team that, like, barely won the President's Trophy. Jared, they were the best team in hockey by far. They were clear in the way. Like, they were clear. If they finished the season out, like, we were
1: talking about, like, resting players, like, when the season got stopped. Like, they were hands down the best team. They had 100 points when the season ended. And they were clear and cut the best team in the league. Hands down. They were like what Tampa was last year. Like, they were hands down best team. Right, but they're mentally tough. Yeah, screw Tampa. So we thought. did Did Tampa win today?
0: I don't know. I haven't oh, well. checked. They were, they were tied. They're playing Columbus, so I want them to lose again. Keep going. But, I mean, Tuka Rask was having an incredible season. David Pasternak was on his way to having, or he was having an incredible season. Bergeron was being Bergeron. Marshan was being Marshan. Chara looked revitalized and a little faster than normal. Uh, Tory Krug was having a hell of a year. The team overall, top to bottom, was having a great season. And then things got shut down. So, I didn't know if this was going to affect them once they got into this round-robin tournament. I didn't expect them to lose all three games. And they didn't just yeah. lose the games. They were like crap. They were flat as hell in those games. Yeah. I they see. I hate. The
1: no, they they looked old. Look, Chara does not look like himself. Chara um, Chara might be the Char slowest like, skater on the ice yeah, in everything. He, he, he looks crap, and I think if he continues, you have to adjust and not let him play the first line minutes. Um, and don't get me wrong, this isn't me thinking Char can't play next year, or play, but he just hasn't had time to ramp up. He's old, had a long time off. That's what training camp and preseasons for. Um, the the first line has one assist total. That's it. That's the only point they have is one assist. Um, and the older players, like Marchand those guys, nowhere, nowhere to be found. A lot of people always praise this team for how good, like, the veterans and the people that were here in 2011 when they won the Cup. They're the ones that are hurting you right now. And, look, do I think they're going to beat the Hurricanes? Yes. Because their goalie
0: sucks. That's about it. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, but, but we were just talking about, it. so this is the problem with this series. Carolina is wicked fast. Carolina, that's their strength, their speed. We were just talking about the number one defenseman on the, on the Bruins. Being, being slow possibly as the slowest skater in the postseason. Yep, they're going to skate right by him. Yeah, I I,
1: I think the speed is going to be an issue. I, I'm confident enough that this team is good enough to beat the Hurricanes despite everything that's happened. And look, if you watch these games a little clo- like closely, they haven't looked terrible for the entire thing. They lost to the Capitals by a goal. They looked pretty good in that game. The Lightning they game, lose, they, they only did lo- the Lightning game, they looked really good for most of it, and they only lost by a goal late. So like, look, people throwing on the panic button. I'm not going to do that yet. Now, if they lose tonight. And it doesn't look pretty, then I might because now the games count and they keep telling us, you know, we'll be there when it matters. We'll be there when it matters. We're not taking like they basically all said, including Bruce Cassidy, that there's those round robin games they didn't care about. And we all know they were pissed about basically having to lose the one seat if they didn't earn it again and all this stuff. And look, if you're the best team in hockey, you go out and beat the Hurricanes. No problem tonight. Break or no break. This is you shouldn't have any issues winning a series until you get to the conference finals. That's it. And then we'll see. If you lose in the conference finals, you lose in the conference finals. But you should not have an issue getting out of the first round as the President's Cup trophy winners.
0: No, they shouldn't. They shouldn't. This team, again, was far and away the best team in hockey for most of the regular season, if not all of the regular season. There was a lot of concern after they lost Game 7 of the finals to the Blues last year that they were gonna. it was going to affect them at the start of the season, and it didn't. They yeah. came out hot. Hot. So we, so we know that they've got this... Opportunity and we know that this is a year that they can win the Stanley Cup. But I mean, who are they? First of all, Kyrie Irving? Saying, Oh yeah, this doesn't matter. We'll play when the lights yeah, get it's bright. Fake. Remember what yeah. happened with we, that? We can flip the switch. Yeah, okay, Kyrie. Look,
1: I look, and you see it right up. Kyrie, I'm more confident right now that the Celtics can go further than the Bruins are going to go. Celtics look amazing right now. They just court the Raptors. They're playing the best defense they've played all season, and we're watching them now playing the Grizzlies, it doesn't really matter, but I'm more confident the Celtics will get to their Eastern Conference Finals and the Bruins will get to theirs. And that's saying so something. When the Bruins were cup favorites almost all year. So
0: let's talk about the Celtics then. Real quick before we wrap up the show. Baby something, and you're, and you're saying this name all over Twitter. Something that I think the Celtics... And, and, and I'm with you because I don't understand why they don't play him more. But a problem with the Celtics team is they're small. They're not that big of a team. You could use a big presence... You got Rob Williams there, who swats the ball out of the air. It feels like ninety times a game. This game, why this is game, this we're watching. He got three blocks in three minutes. Something stupid like that. I've never understood why he's and he was hurt for a good chunk of this season. But mm-hmm. I don't understand when he's healthy, why he's not in the game more. And he scores. It's not like he's a bad scorer. He scores. He puts numbers up. I think he's going to be critical.
1: Yeah, in this like, you know what you're going to get from Daniel Tice. And it seems like, honestly, that Robert Williams, the last couple of games, has played more than Cantor, which I'm fine with because Cantor, we know what he is. You know what I really love and I think will be huge for the Celtics is the Robert Williams, Marcus Smart thing that's going on right now in the pick and roll game. Those two together have been phenomenal. Marcus Smarts making an effort to get him the ball. I think the whole Celtics team realizes behind the coach's scenes here that like he's so important to what they want to do. And I think these young guys know that Robert Williams is probably going to be with them a long, for, for a while now moving forward for years because he's clearly figured something out. You're seeing him play more and more and more in these last couple games. Robert Williams Nick is the key to going far in the playoffs. I'm sorry, but like if he can come in and play and stop, you know, the not really stop the Joel Embiid's, but come in and be a big time presence, the Bucs list looks look less scary. The Raptors don't really matter. like Because the only thing the Celtics have been lacking is that height and a big guy who can play. And yeah, I love Daniel Tice, but he's not what Robert Williams can be.
0: No, and remember, remember Robert Williams is also a first-round draft pick. Now, this is a big factor, is mustache Gordon Hayward. Yeah, which you have to... He's supposed, to leave? To, he's he's supposed, supposed to, leave? to leave come postseason time if that baby's born. Now, if that baby is any hell of a Celtics fan, he's going to stay Wait. in that womb until after the NBA Finals. That's what he'll do. He's got to stay when in is, that when womb. Is, when is old Robin do? When does this baby do? Pretty soon, I guess. But he's going to leave. I almost
1: want this daughter to show up first round. Play the Sixers, yeah. have the
0: baby, and then come back. <laughs> and, and, just, and he's got to be quarantined there. But he's been playing really well since they got in this bubble. He looks like Utah Gordon Hayward again. Yep. They need him if they're going to advance in the NBA final, in the in the NBA playoffs this year. They do. Yeah. So I think that's they can get my, past the first round. He just but if made a behind back, ra- back pass as I'm talking yeah. to him. You put if this gonna energy. Play, <laughs> if you you're going to play the Raptors, he's,
1: he's making plays. If you're going to play the Raptors, which is that's really where, oh, look at that pass. Um, You're going to need him 100%. Like, Gordon Hayward is a, you're, you're finally getting what you paid for. Like, this is it. So anyone this that thinks him. he's not back, this is what you paid hey. for. So he's playing tremendously. I think the mustache needs to stay. Sorry, Robin. And he needs to either not leave, change his mind. Hopefully he does, or leave and get your ass back quickly. Now, does he also? Part of me also thinks that he, when he said that out loud, like I'm gonna leave. Did he think the Celtics would look this good? Did you think they I had a legitimate? Know. Did he think they had a legitimate shot to actually make a run? Because did he think they were gonna blow out the Raptors by 20 points? Like no.
0: And we haven't even got to talk about this because you were out having a baby. I mean, the 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 Bucks had to beat the Celtics with the help of the referees keeping Giannis in while he had 27 fouls, and Jason Tatum had an awful game that night. And that's how the Bucs won. The Celtics didn't play. Kemba played like 18 minutes. Yeah, the Celtics can do this. And props to us. Before I wrap up the show. Yeah, screw me and Jared else. are forever going to drag everybody because over the over last offseason, we were like, guys, what the fuck are we watching? Everybody's like, oh, the Celtics aren't going to be that good. And me and Jared were like, why? Why I are they know. not going to be good? It made no sense. It made no sense that we people sat, thought they we were going to We sat here stop.
1: and listed. We went, guys, Kemba Walker, Tatum, Brown, Gordon Hayward, Marcus Smart. And people were like, no, nah, Gordon Hayward is not going to be good. He's trash. Trade the guy. Get what you can. Blah, blah, blah. Guys. This is what the team can be, and guys, they're going to be together again next year. Gordon Hayward's opting in; he's not going to be stupid and leave. Like this is your team next year too. This team could Kemba Kemba Walker should win at least one championship with the Celtics. Like, yes. Before before they pass the torch completely to Tatum and Brown, like
0: this Kemba des, Kemba deserves at least one championship, if not two. Couch Guy Sports Podcast Episode One Sixty Nine: The Gang. Me and Jared are back together. It back! feels. Feels good. Episode 169, the smartest podcast in the world because we call it the Celtic season. Guys, rate and subscribe on iTunes. Subscribe on YouTube. Follow us on Spotify. Wherever you get your podcasts, we're there for you, guys. Check it out. Couchguysports.com. You know the drill. Check out all the blogs there. And follow us on everything at Couchguysports, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And shout out to our new producer, mm. Jack Almer. Jack Elmer, I'm very excited for the work he's going to do. He's got a hell of a resume. I am wildly excited for the work that this guy is going to do. And I'm excited to get this going with him.
1: And What's this his is Twitter? The first you know his episode. Twitter?
0: His Twitter is... good, Dude, good catch. Got, gotta pump the guy. He's our guy now. He's At in. Jack underscore Almer. Jack underscore A-Y-L-M-E-R. Jack Elmer, new producer of the show. So guys, give Jack some love over on Twitter. All right, guys, Nick Qualley, Jared Scali. We're going to be back next week for episode number 170. We'll talk to you then. Thanks for watching, and thanks for listening.